Hey there. If you're anything like me, you have dreams you want to make reality or goals you want to achieve. But let's face it, time is not on your side. You're busy, you're tired. And when in the world would you carve out the amount of time you would need to achieve anything above and beyond the day-to-day -day load you're already carrying? Welcome to Mom on the Fringe. I am your host, Amy Matthews Mootville. I'm a busy mom of three young children, an entrepreneur, singer, voice teacher, and lover of any old piece of furniture that needs restoration. I am here to support you, encourage you, and give you tactical tips and tools to help you find those hidden pockets of time in your busy week and use that time to your advantage. Let's get started. Well, hey there. Welcome back to part four. Dun, dun, dun. Finally, <laughs> we're getting to the end of this story. Part four of finding beauty in the midst of our mess. Thank you for going along this journey with me and being patient as I tell this story. My hope is not that you will go, oh, that's such a great story, but that you will be able to get something out of it and maybe find your own story within mine. I have to admit, opening up and sharing these very vulnerable parts of me, especially to a public audience, has not been easy. It's not something that comes naturally and it's really challenged me about how much do you really want to share and how much do you really want to help? I was not brought up in a family where we talked about our junk. I mean, we had problems growing up, but we did not discuss anything outside of our house. And I think still to this day, my family gets very nervous <laughs> when you start bringing up things that are hard. And I can totally understand that. And I can totally relate to that. I remember my mom saying, Amy, shh, don't talk about that. And in some ways, I think I've been more of an open book than anyone I am related to, even including my husband, has felt comfortable being around. But usually my open book has less to do with just sharing and more to do with relating. And so that's my hope for talking about these things is that somehow you would find your story within mine and that it could encourage you and help you. So we're wrapping this story up today and I shared a lot. I think I might have even gone a little too TMI with you since, I mean, we don't know each other that well yet. But I'm willing to take that risk to let you in in order for you to understand the importance of story and that you have 
your own story that might help someone else. Now, like I said on the previous podcast episode, maybe your story doesn't involve a platform like podcast or a blog or YouTube. (laughs) Maybe your story doesn't involve speaking in front of a room full of women like I tend to do and enjoy doing very much. Maybe your story has an audience of one. But perhaps that one person could help you to clarify what it is you just went through or are going through. And maybe later on down the road, your sharing of your story can help them. It was the middle of summer in 2014, I'm sorry, 2016, I was in the midst of just the mess that I had shared with you in the previous episode. And my girlfriend asked me to dinner. I didn't really feel like going. And the reason why I didn't want to meet up with her was not because I didn't want to see her. We hadn't seen each other in several months and I really missed her and I wanted to reconnect and enjoy a glass of wine. But so many times before we met, I wanted to just text her and say, I'm sorry, I can't do this. But something about that night caused me to realize like, I need to go. I need to go. So we met at a local restaurant. And as we started asking each other how we were doing and got past all of the superficial conversation, I looked down into my lap as I was nervously pushing my cuticles back. And I said, you know, there's some stuff going on with me. And I know that's not probably what our purpose is for this evening of of hanging out, but I just wanted to share a little bit of it with you so you could be praying for me. And I began to tell her what it was that I was going through. And I couldn't really even look at her. I was struggling to just piece it together myself still. Our finances were upside down. Our marriage was falling apart. I didn't really know what to make of it. And I really didn't want to hear advice. And I'm so, so glad that this is a friend who just listens. And very rarely gives me a suggestion. (laughs) I love friends like that, don't you? When I looked up from telling her what was going on, tears were streaming down her face. And my first thought was, 
oh my gosh, oh no, oh no, she feels sorry for me. I don't want her to feel sorry for me. So I paused and said, are you okay? I mean, I'm fine. And she said, oh my God, you telling me this, we just have so much in common. What I didn't realize was that she was going through her own tornado in her marriage. And so she began to share with me what was going on with her. And we cried together. The restaurant actually had to kick us out because it was time to close and we just didn't want to leave. I think we were both so soothed from that conversation. Just sitting across from each other and crying. And sometimes that's all you can do. That's all you have the strength to do. But many times in those situations in our lives, we avoid friendship. We avoid being around people. Because being around people hurts when we are hurting. So we isolate. And we hold up. And we try to white knuckle it and do it on our own. Because we don't want to be that type of friend, right? Like I said in the previous episode, we've all had that hairstylist that tells us every detail of her life. And we walk away going, I didn't need to know that. And we also all have that friend or did at one point in our lives who calls us anytime something goes wrong and complains, and gripes, and they're always the friend that's the first to post their horrible day on Facebook so that everyone can feel bad for them. And we don't want to be that person, right? We don't want to be these people that we know who tell too much and burden others with their whining and their complaining and their horrible, no good, very bad day. But when we are in a place of complete desperation and we meet with friends who truly love us for who we are and we become vulnerable with them and we share with them what our story is, like I just shared with you, we find out that there is freedom. There is freedom and healing in telling our story. So while the overarching theme of this week and these past four posts is that we can find beauty and hope in the midst of terrible circumstances, we also can find healing and restoration 
and freedom from sharing our stories with others. Not in an effort to frame someone or blame someone who has wronged us. When we sat across from each other at this table, we weren't bashing our husbands. We weren't bashing anyone. We were just simply saying, this is where I'm at. And we were offering comfort. So I tell you this today, wrapping up this series, because I feel like each one of you has a story. Maybe it's one you're afraid to tell anyone. Maybe it would be too hard to rehash it. But you have a story. Maybe talking about that story is painful. And I agree, it's not fun. But have you ever stopped to think that maybe telling your story can free up someone else to tell theirs, which then will free up someone else to tell theirs, which in turn will free up another person to tell theirs? If we could all just be real and authentic in our relationships and tell others who we are, they're free to do whatever they want with our information. They can make fun of us. They can think we're stupid. They can turn around and have opinions of our husbands or our families or our finances. That's their choice. But if they're true friends and we talk about our stories, we can allow them to talk about theirs. And there's healing in that. I just wanted to say that today because I find, especially nowadays, we are so drawn to the highlight reel in everybody's lives. I know for me, if I don't talk to certain friends of mine for a while and I see their Instagram feed or their Facebook posts, I tend to think, oh, they're doing pretty well. I actually tend to shy away from people who are doing well because I'm thinking, yeah, they don't want to know what I'm going through today. Even last week, as I was starting this podcast <laughs> and we were struggling, I, I found that I didn't want to call anyone. It's my natural tendency. I don't want to talk about it to anyone. I don't want to burden anyone with my problems. We all have that fear that we're going to burden someone or we're going to change the way they feel about us or think about us because they're going to know that we made a stupid mistake. But that is the way to authentic relationships. And it's also what community is all about. And it's also what heals us and frees us up and gives us the opportunity to make a change. 
and turn things around. That conversation that night with my friend helped us help each other. It helped us pray for each other. It helped us turn the ship around. And we both needed it. We didn't even know we needed that evening, but it was a divine appointment. And we both agreed. We were writing each other emails and text messages for days going, I can't believe that evening. So I want to leave you with this today. If you're holding on and you don't want to be authentic and you don't want to tell people who you really are because you're afraid of people knowing your story, I want you to rethink that. I want you to rethink that approach because the people who are in your life love you. And they not only love you, but they need to hear your story and they need to be given the opportunity if they can to help you through it, not by offering advice, but by listening and being there. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you for listening to this entire four-part series. If you stuck around, if you stuck around and you liked what you have heard and it has resonated with you and you have felt moved or felt compelled to tell your story, give me a shout. I want to hear your story. There's an opportunity to leave a message on this podcast episode. And I love to hear messages from people and love to hear reviews. It helps me know what I'm talking to, what I'm talking about and who I'm talking to. And it helps me realize What's going on with others out there? Because that's what this is all about. So please let me know if you have enjoyed this and this has resonated with you and if it has helped you to tell your story. I want to be going into more tactical tips on how to tell your story as time goes on. I'm leading up to that. But I also want to give you a foreshadowing of tomorrow's guest. That's right. We're going to have our first interview on the next episode of Mom on the Fringe, and I can't wait to introduce this guest to you. So please join us for the next episode of Mom on the Fringe. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this podcast episode. It means so much for me. And please don't forget to leave a review. Till next time. Bye-bye.